This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Dad, you should go murder him. No. (laughs) Why not? Commit homicide. I just said he's a good dude. Why would I kill a good dude? I'd much rather kill people who the world would do better without. So I just recorded. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Thundercast. My name is Lucas. My name is Christian. And I'm Liam. Here with another podcast that just talks about movies. Today, we are coming to you live from home, where you should be. Go home, everybody. Stay home. Yeah, stay home. Hashtag. Don't go to bars and things like that. I'm pretty sure they're all closed now. Yeah, they're good. They should. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're listening to this, they'll all be closed. Yeah. <laughs> or everyone will be dead. One of the two. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> And we are sponsored by our faces. Are we, are, when we're going to reveal them right, uh, Liam, stare directly into the camera right now. Yeah, so that's what we look like, everybody. Hi. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really don't think this is going to ruin the illusion for anybody because our listeners are people we know, so. <laughs> and you could probably just, in general, assume what we all kind of look like. Yeah. I do want to say we are sponsored by one more, one more thing. One more thing. Yeah, it's an invention I have. Do you guys okay. want, want to see it? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, hold on. It's it's the wearable <laughs> pop filter. <laughs> I can't wow. hear you guys, but this is like wearable... disc Yeah, I know, yeah. but this way I can have my own pop filter mm-hmm. and I don't have to worry about the one that's at the recording studio. <laughs> Wait, first, your best bane before you take it off. A Dubar bird and pressure. <laughs> I was what? No, I I can't I can't do it. I don't know the line. You got you got all. I can't remember the line. I was born in it. There you go. There you go. Your 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 mic also sucks, so it makes it sound better. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that problem to our audience is being sorted out. Yeah, we're it working is. on it. Uh, all right, boys. I am coming to the rescue. What is <laughs> the ingestion? Uh, Who's going first? We usually, I don't know. Let's. We could probably do odds and evens now. Yeah, I was going to say. Rock, paper, scissors? I started last time. Okay. Let's do rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, let's yeah. see. Because this way people can actually see it now. Yeah, but for the people who listen to the audio version, Wait. it's going to be confusing. Yeah, but are we doing odds and evens or rock, paper, scissors? I don't know what odds and evens is. Put down a one or a two. Okay. And then whoever's the odd man out goes first. Oh, okay. That's better. Cool. Ready? One, All right. two, three. Liam goes first. Liam goes first. I did, I did it last time. <laughs> whatever. All right. So given that I have had way too much time on my hands, I've had to narrow it down to just a couple of things that I've watched lately. I guess in order. There are 69 uh, of these titles pornos. No. <laughs> 68 of them. 68. <laughs> no, no, more like... The last one's the Smurfs season one. <laughs> 81? All right. <laughs> yeah, let's just say uh, my little Jimmy's feeling a little overworked. <laughs> we have video footage of you saying that now. Video yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, one of the first things I decided to do well, since quarantine has started is I decided to kind of just go off and watch a bunch of always indie films that, uh, that I had never seen before. Okay. Um, and after watching, um, we talked about this movie a little while ago, but after we watched, uh, Christian showed me Murder Party, 
I watched the making of and kind of got inspired by like the guys who made it, who made it, or at least two of them, because they were like friends growing up and they just made movies together. Um, so I watched the first movie they did right after uh, five years after um, Murder Party called uh, that they just completely crowdfunded themselves. Uh, Jeremy uh, Saulnier and Mac and Blair are her names. Uh, Saulnier is the director and Blair is, was the actor and writer. I think it's it was a little film called uh, Blue Ruin. Um, okay. Never heard of it. Yeah, I want to watch it. After you explained it, Liam, I really want to watch it. Yeah, no, I watched, it, uh, in my ingestion, I watched a movie with Macon Blair in it, too. Yeah, Sorry, no, it's, yeah. Uh, what do you call it? It's uh, it's really good. It's probably the movie about, like, it's a, it's essentially, how do I explain the theme of it? It's essentially a, a revenge movie that's also an anti-revenge movie. Nice. And it probably does the best job in showing that, like, just going out and taking revenge is not a good thing. <laughs> um Mackin Blair essentially plays a beach bum. Macon. Or is it Macon or Mackin? I believe it's like bacon. Macon right. Macon Bacon. Macon Bacon. He plays a um a beach bum named Dwight. And uh Dwight is essentially his parents were murdered 20 years prior, and he finds out that um essentially the person who killed his parents is gonna be released. So he decides to take it into his own hands and go try and find the guy and kill him. To which uh, was this isn't really a spoiler, but he he succeeds, and the rest of him is dealing with the aftermath of that guy's family who all want revenge. Nice. I when we when we were in uh, film school, I wrote a movie kind of like that. <laughs> you did. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. What was that one called? I uh, it had a really suit like Love and Carnage or something. Yes, Love yeah. and Carnage. <laughs> That's a sweet title. <laughs> Not Love Incarnate, Love and Carnage. Yeah, love in love and love and carnage, like love and marriage or blood and carnage. Oh, I thought it was like kind of like you could say it like you could. I uh, was. I thought it was like love and carnage. You could say it like love incarnate or love. No, and no, love, love and carnage. L O V I N, love and. <laughs> you know what's great with this video? I can put like little little things in the corners and shit. And just oh like, yeah, bloop, bloop. like yeah. little little sight <laughs> gags and stuff. I'm gonna put nice. a mustache over Liam right um, now. Oh, Liam, you anyway, shaved. <laughs> uh, but I quite, quite liked it. Uh, if you want to watch just like a really cool like movie made for nothing that still looks pretty incredible. Like it's not like, uh, like it was shot for about the same money as something like Brick, but it's like, uh, um, but like it looks a lot more, it has a lot more production value. Um, but like, uh, uh, I really recommend that. I also watched an another movie made by a, uh, Macon Blair, uh, his directorial debut, which is a little film called I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. That sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, Elijah Wood. Uh... Um, Melanie Linsky, who I knew from Two and a Half Men growing up. Yeah, played Rose okay. on Two and a Half Men. Um, but essentially just follows uh, kind of just a sad, mousy kind of woman who um, has her house broken into by and uh, essentially deciding she's fed up teams up with her neighbor played by Elijah Wood to go track down the guys who uh, stole uh, who stole all her shit. Nice. Yeah, I've seen it before too. It's really good. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a movie I liked a lot actually. In fact, uh, it, it's really quirky but it's also very sincere and heartfelt, very funny. Sometimes pretty violent too from what yeah. I remember. Um also if you want to see Elijah Wood at probably his most Elijah Woody then probably <laughs> watch this movie. Elijah Woody. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I always, I always like Elijah Wood. I don't know why, but for some reason, I just find him to be really compelling to watch. 
I I can't I whenever I see him I'm like it's Frodo. Yeah. That's that's as far as like he's a good actor and that's that's kind of shortchanging him but like I just see him I'm like it's Frodo. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> it's he's he is kind of type like brain typecast cuz he's very talented. Mm. He's he's oh, very yeah. talented. He's a great actor. actor. He's really great in Wilfred. I really like yeah, that. Yeah, Wilfred. <laughs> I love Wilfred. It's a funny show. Back to the Future 2? Yeah, Back to the Future. <laughs> oh, that's his best performance honestly. <laughs> um that's a baby's then, toy. Then I also uh, watched, um, um, and Christian and I have already argued about this one. I watched Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh. Yeah, yeah Liam did not like it. Yeah, to be honest, after watching it, I felt pretty cynical. <laughs> did I talk about it on the show? I yeah, think you so. talked about it. Yeah. I will say I agree with the majority that Jim Carrey's a riot, but that's just because Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey. Um. But, like, the whole movie is just, like, overly squished in with, like, obvious pop culture references that are already dated. Um, like, there are two instances where Sonic is flossing. There's a point yeah. where he references Barack as president. There's a bunch of awkward product placement. Hey, um, Liam, Liam do you, after this, do you want to go to Olive Garden? That, that annoyed when, me. When you're there, your family. <laughs> <laughs> Also, after watching it, like, this is where I'm going to put a little tinfoil hat on and get a little conspiracy theory. But... I would fucking love it if you actually had a tinfoil hat right now. That would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That'd be great. One. Next time, next... I have to, that'll have one prepared, though. You, yeah, next episode, you better have one of those prepared. <laughs> um, but after watching it and going back and watching that first trailer, I have a lot of trouble believing that that, uh, that, that was actually an original design they were going with. Yeah, I, I am also a part of that conspiracy. Like, there's a big part of me that adamantly believes that they intentionally made a bad design because video game movies don't tend to go over very well. And the last uh, big video game movie they did wasn't a huge box office pull by any means. Did but it made. So I have a feeling that they got into that they intentionally started a controversy in, to use it as a way to market the movie. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. If there's that's also, true. like, even if you watch that trailer or like uh, the line, the eye lines and everything, they don't match. They don't match up there. The design doesn't look properly rendered. Mm. Um, so it, I have a very strong feeling that it was intentionally, uh, was it intentionally made shitty to as a way to get buzz around it? Yeah, I, I honestly I mean, would not be shocked. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they'll uh, never admit like, to it. Sounds like something a corporation would do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and there's also the fact that people are like, oh. Uh, and I think it's also the fact that I'm like, if why I got so cynical about it is that we can't just keep, uh, what is it, it uh, what is it, ref- uh, seeing fan service as flattery. It's hmm. literally just pandering. Yeah. Baby, we're pandering. Um, <laughs> and then oh, uh, the last thing is uh, yesterday, uh, under just because why not, I watched the first three to four episodes of Tiger King. Yeah, Carol Blaskin did it. Okay. Yeah, no, it's uh, she it, fucking fed her husband to those tigers. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's, a, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I I have chosen not to watch it purely out of the fact that, like, I know everything that happened in it. Like, I don't have mm. to watch it. Everybody's been talking about it on Twitter and stuff. I don't have to watch it. It's super I spoiled do. for me. You know, the I, reason I decided to watch it is because I do genuinely enjoy a lot of true crime shit. Um, and like uh, just documentaries about like actual like actual crimes and like unbelievable stories that have taken place. I mean, I do feel like the show was a little bit too 
profiteering off of a lot of uh, really shitty and kind of fucked up things that happened. That's what those uh, those true crime kind of like docu series are about, like making a murderer and uh, evil mastermind or evil genius. I think is what it's called on Netflix. Those Netflix like true crime uh, miniseries are all pretty much just could be done in an hour and a half. Done. You have the entire yeah. story. It's done. Uh, yeah, and also I I just I feel weird about watching true crime like uh, series and stuff like that because like film film is is inherently manipulative and it's so easy to manipulate things to get the audience to feel and see things that maybe that weren't even there yeah, like the, sure. like they they could they could take a reaction shot of a woman like reacting to to something completely different and put it in to make it look to make her look guilty. Like, right, yeah. uh, I'm I, mean, not, I don't know if they do that in Tiger King. I haven't watched it, but like from when I watched making when I watched making the making a murder or whatever, like it just felt so it felt like they were trying to turn me against certain people because like the filmmakers had a certain point of view. And just generally with true crime, true crime shows and true crime podcasts and stuff like that. If it's not if the people involved are still alive, it feels kind of slimy to me. Yeah. That's, I can, that's I can see where you're coming from. I mean, with this one, like I will, I do respect that it's like everybody is framed as absolutely despicable. And if you get on anybody's side, I'm sorry, but you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, but like, uh, I, I, from what I understand also is that like, uh, uh, was it a lot of this, like they actually brought people, uh, was it these people in and had them reenact things that happened in <laughs> order to, um, the same people like yeah like uh, there's no that's way really that. funny that is that's that's very funny yeah just because a lot of a footage looks way too modern and uh it's very showy so i'm like uh so from what i understand there is like a lot of stuff that was shot more recently that just like reenacts the events which i don't know how i feel about yeah yeah it's like i don't know i don't know if that's like immoral but it's like weird <laughs> yeah to like to like using the same people you mean like yeah, yeah who were involved. yeah that like like i like it could be triggering for some people right to yeah like have and be forced to be a bet put back but they're all i mean that show is full of like liam said deplorable people and deplorable deplor deplorable people love to be the center of attention in a lot of yeah, cases and so. you're giving it to them by yeah, by which, making uh, the show about them i have a bit of a problem with um, I mean, I also, but I'm also of a mindset of I don't really support deplatforming people because the only way to make, I uh, was to showcase that somebody's a bastard is to uh, put a spotlight on them. That's what I'm yeah, doing but right also, now with you. <laughs> <laughs> but also when you do put a spotlight on them, like you're giving them exactly what they want and you're letting a bunch of people hear their, like whatever shitty thing they're promoting. Like I understand what you're saying, deplatforming, not necessarily a good thing, but like, I don't know. Like you're giving them exactly what they want, and yeah, I think it's right. less about giving. Lucas, like, tell me exactly where you land on this cancel culture bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it did go into that uh, kind of territory, <laughs> but yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, no, I have some just all around mixed opinions on the whole thing. It's eight like, episodes, uh, right? Like I had a lot of problem with uh, talk shows and whatnot bringing Milo Yiannopoulos on and uh, using and just letting him spread his nonsense or the people who platform like Ann Coulter or something yeah um but I mean like uh I but I'm also of a mindset of I disagree with like deplatforming somebody just because what I would just because a bunch of people are like oh I don't like what you said without like any real merit yeah 
Yeah, I guess. What does this have to do with Tiger King again? So uh, <laughs> we got off topic. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Tiger King. Uh, <laughs> it's a thing. Um, and the last thing I watched was um, or I the last thing that's been I, I've been occupied my time is uh, I've been sent a copy of uh, GTA San Andreas Remastered. Nice. So I've been spending a lot of time just playing that. Have you just been riding a bike around? That's usually what I did in that game. Just ride around on a bike. No, I spawn in a tank and I just start wreaking havoc. (laughs) I don't think Liam knows actually how to play Grand Theft Auto. Because I've played with him before and he just, I mean, it is one way to play Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah. Some days I just enjoy fucking shit up. Like, I do missions and stuff and I do all that and I do all of that. But, like, there are days where I just want to blow shit up. Yeah, okay. Liam does know how to play Grand Theft Auto. That's, like, I I think that's the way that most people play GTA. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you don't you don't play it though hey well i've i've, I've played gta i've played i have gta 5 i've played gta 4 GTA 5, well, um, GTA 5 okay. if you want to actually be able to do a lot of a crazy shit and whatnot you do kind of have to play through it for a while it does hold mm-hmm. your hand a little bit it does it it's a little frustrating sometimes but i was also when i played it uh i bought it and like my computer couldn't handle it or something and then I was at my uh, my parents' place, uh, and my brother had it for his Xbox, so I just played it there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been I've been trying to download uh, Steam. Like I have Steam on my computer, but it won't yeah. let me access it right now. Like oh, it, that's it, weird. It's, it's just saying like oh like because it's trying to authorize my new computer or something, but it won't let me use okay. the code that they're sending me, like the Steam Guard code. And oh, okay. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because I just want to play Age of Empires, damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> completely irrelevant to Grand Theft Auto, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, is that it, Liam? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, uh, that's pretty much all I'm going to talk about. Otherwise, if I go over everything I've watched, read, or every elbow and orthos that I've licked, then uh, we'll uh, what is it we're going to be for hours. Be? You, shouldn't, you shouldn't be licking, licking orifices. No. You get COVID. Only door handles. <laughs> Lick yeah. every door handle you see. That's how you build up your immunity. That's how you yeah, build exactly. your immune system. <laughs> um okay I'll, I'll go uh right. i watched uh honey boy with uh shia labeouf i've heard good things it's good uh, honestly yeah. i really enjoyed it um it is very indulgent it is super mm. self-indulgent and it is kind of a uh look at me i'm shia labeouf and look how i can act and he i'm not gonna lie he does a fucking great job yeah. his performance is top notch but it, it does feel like he definitely tried to write himself the best performance he possibly could mm-hmm. he was successful because he did do a great job, and the direction is really good. Uh, it's not; oh, it doesn't overstay its welcome. The ending's a little weird because I feel like mm. it just kind of ends. It, like there's no resolution. Oh, okay, you know, it has a stop, not an end. Yeah, and yeah. but aside from that, everything is really good. It doesn't focus on what you think it's going to focus on. Like you think okay. it's going to be a little bit more back and forth between Lucas Hedges's um, like uh, uh, character. It's the say it's the older version of Shia LaBeouf's character. Hmm. Uh, when he was a child, and you think it would go back and forth between those two more often, but it really doesn't. It just kind of focuses on him when he was a kid, which I guess is the whole premise of the movie is that it's supposed to be like how um, childhood trauma like really affects you and that whatnot. But uh, yeah, it is is really enjoyable, and for a first time direct like a director, at least in directorial debut for a feature film, great job. She, I, I, oh, Liam! <laughs> burned the damn thing off. I told you to put it on silent. I did. <laughs> That's it, mutant Liam. <laughs> yeah, well, it's fixed now. All right, okay. There you go. Well, I won't mute you. Uh, and then because they put it on Disney Plus recently, I watched Onward, 
Uh, so oh, okay. Liam talked about it a while ago, a couple episodes ago, and uh, I don't really agree with a lot of what Liam had to say. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought, because um, Liam, you had said that you didn't like how the world building, you know, you didn't like the world building, how you felt like there was a lack of it. I felt kind of the opposite. I felt like it didn't need to, ha you didn't need to dive too deep into the fantasy elements because like I had said to Liam a, a couple days ago that it's more so about finding magic than well, it is it, living it with magic. It wasn't that I didn't think it dived into it. It's just that I feel like even with just like the way the world works or like a lot of that stuff, I feel like they could have gotten a lot more creative. They could have, but they didn't need to. You know, like it, it's it's not the focus of the movie. The focus of the movie is the relationship between uh, Tom Holland's character and uh, Chris Pratt or Andy Dwyer. Um yeah. Because that's basically who he's playing that entire movie. And uh, Tom Holland is just playing Spider-Boy again. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> that's the performance they were asked to do, and they both nailed it. So, but I, I mean, it's also the fact that I'm like, I'm just tired of Hollywood going out of her way just to typecast people. Also, this movie was probably voiced like four years ago. We talked about no, this. No, I looked it up. They, were, they had joined the cast in uh, 2018. Liam, Liam's been holding on to that info for a couple of days. <laughs> but also, now. but also, when it comes to people, when they announce like so and so joined the cast, they they probably joined the cast several months before that. Like yeah. even when even when uh, you see announcements like so and so is in talks, blah blah blah, that probably happened like months ago. Yeah, fuck you, Liam. I win, <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think it's also the fact that I don't really blame them as much as I just blame Disney. Where I'm like, oh, for God's sake, guys. Yeah, I don't. I really enjoyed it. I thought the character designs were really cool. I thought the ending there, Liam, with the with spoiler, but it's not a huge spoiler. I haven't, I haven't seen it. But uh, there's a there's a uh, a monster that happened that, that occurs at the end of the movie that's really cool. <laughs> I I thought it was neat, super. That neat, is man. where I thought it got pretty creative, and what the movie ended up being about in the end, I was like, okay, you got me a little bit. Yeah, it's very <laughs> very heartwarming, and I'm not gonna lie, cried like a little bitch. <laughs> it's it's uh, Pixar, right? Watching yeah. things. Disney Pixar, yeah. Yeah, Pixar is very good at making me cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's is it a Disney Pixar or a Pixar movie, Liam? Like, is it exclusive? I think they're all Disney Pixar. They're, like, Pixar is just a sub sub thing of Disney, right? Ever, it's like, always been Disney Pixar, at least ever since uh, the buyout happened. Like Brave, I think was the first one that was like official, wasn't it? Uh, I believe it was two thousand eight. Okay. So yeah, that would have been around the time like Wally came out. Right, right, right. Anyway, wow. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and then I watched uh, The Hunt uh, with Oh yeah, yeah, with Hilary Swank. Did what? You you're laughing. Did you watch it? No, just like the one that's uh, that like it's like the the movie no one's the most talked about movie no one's seen that one. Yep. Guess yeah. what? I watched it. I've seen uh, it. I'm gonna talk about it. Go for it. Uh, if if Liam McGinnis ever wrote a movie, it's that movie. <laughs> well, I, I legit... to me, it sounds more like me if I were in a bad mood. And also, yeah. Fuck... So which is all the time. <laughs> Roasted. Uh, yeah. So I feel like yeah. If if Liam watches this movie, he's gonna be like, who who went into my brain? You know, he's gonna get really mad and frustrated that that someone stole this idea from him. Uh, no, that's how I felt when I watched How to Train Your Dragon for the first time. Really? I'm like, get out of my fucking brain. It's Damn. Vikings and dragons. Like, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you did write it. Maybe. <laughs> you did, you did time travel. I am, uh, yeah, I am actually Christina Cowell. Yeah. 
<laughs> like maybe maybe all three of us are actually um, uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Like we're we're all or all actually Dan- we're so deep. That's how deep we are in character. <laughs> in these characters, yes, uh, these but, these three podcasters. But these characters are also those other people. It's it's three layers of Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> it's the Daniel Day Lewis effect. Being Daniel Day Lewis. Whoa! I'd watch that movie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, the hunt. So yeah, uh, basically, like I said, it's it's a movie that Liam would have written because it's a very critical. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it tackles both sides of the political spectrum and really like just grinds them down <laughs> and really just <laughs> spoofs them and makes fun of them and drags them both through the dirt. Nobody's right, nobody's wrong. It's just kind of like who you are as a person and, and, and how you can get through what's going on. It's very reminiscent of of Cabin in the Woods in the way that things unfold. Uh and it's okay. and, and like the Belco experiments, if you've heard of, of that one as well. Uh, I know you've talked about Belco on the show before. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so Bel- Belco is basically a bunch of people get locked inside of a uh, office building in Mexico, I think, and they're forced to kill a number of them before they're set free. Uh, the hunt doesn't really unfold that way, but uh, it definitely follows the kind of like, you know, people got to die kind of thing. But uh, no, I really enjoyed it. Ethan Suplay's in it, uh, and he's in it for everybody who's who's big in that movie is in it for like no time at all. Uh, oh yeah, so that so it was like they paid him for like three days of work. Yeah, and <laughs> and then put them build them like top yeah. top. Yeah. Uh, Emma Roberts is uh, she's in it, and her character is called Yoga Pants. Because uh, that's okay. it. That's all you need to know about her. <laughs> she wears yoga pants. Like you're done. Uh, right. but it's, it's enjoyable. I, I really did enjoy it. I thought it was quite humorous. There's a lot of really good bits. The action's pretty good. The, uh, effects, the, the stunt work is, is, is pretty, um, uh, entertaining to watch, but yeah, I really liked it. Um, right on. I, I also watched the invisible man. So I watched all the movies that came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we're supposed to be in movie in, in the movie theaters. So yeah. I watched invisible man. Was it last night? Or night before Liam? Did I tell you about it? Uh, no, you haven't talked to me about it. Wasn't last night. It was the night before. Anyway, um, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I heard it's good. Don't really have much to say. It's good. <laughs> the, the effects are really cool. Um, what they do with the practical and the visual effects are really neat. Um, but again, it also just kind of stops. And okay, the ending is not. It's the ending is really lackluster, and you think it's gonna be this really great like revenge story or it's going to be like end on this really great high note and then it just kind of stops okay and it, it felt like they tried really hard to make like like everything else in that movie is really good and sets up so much really cool stuff and then just doesn't pay it off so it's okay. really disappointing in that way but elizabeth moss she's great <laughs> she, she's fantastic she she her performance in that film is is comparative to like Danny's in Midsummer, like Florence Pugh's performance of just like oh, the, wow. the anguish and the tragedy and mm-hmm. like trying to deal with that sort of thing. But it's also but in this one her her Elizabeth Moss is, is doing like anxiety and and um like torment and the way that she's drawing that out is, is really impressive. Lay Lay Winnell, is that his name? Um, before you go on, I was going to say, now that Christian has mentioned Midsummer, everybody can take their annual shot. <laughs> annual? Annual. 
one just one a year. One shot a year. Uh, was show, uh, was if they could take their uh, shot of the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> more so, more so, punch yourself in the balls. Just yeah. Every time Christian says that, this is this is a cock and ball torture podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the last thing I watched was uh, Miss Americana, the Taylor Swift documentary on Netflix. Okay. <laughs> uh, Any good? I'm a Taylor Swift fan, so yeah. I I enjoy. I'm a Swifty. I'll say it. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. I really, I really did. Although, again, it's one. It, the movie doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> like it's oh, yeah. it's first world. It's another Taylor ego piece. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's it's <laughs> it's first world problems. The movie. Like there are times where there's one scene where she doesn't get nominated for a Grammy, or like three Grammys or something, and she just like starts crying. And I'm like, sweet fucking Christ! Like, wow, I now I have more reason to dislike Taylor Swift. No, I mean, if you were, but here's the thing: if you had released an album in that moment and you thought it was going to be really big, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see where she's coming from and like wanting to get. I'd the just praise. be happy but, that my shit nominated because that was for I don't remember what album, but in that I think it was Reputation. Um, and she it, in that scene, she's just like, I'm I'm gonna record a better album. Like in that one, she starts crying, but then she's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a better album. I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna go record a better album right now." And then she fucking did. <laughs> like, it's nuts. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I really liked it because I felt like, uh, as a, as a Taylor Swift fan, you really do get to kind of like understand a little bit more about where she's coming from and and how how things worked throughout the past like couple of years of her life and her career. Uh, yeah. But they try really hard to make a political agenda at the end that doesn't really go anywhere. And okay. Because yeah, you know, I really want to hear Taylor Swift talk to me about the political injustices in this world. <laughs> you know, a lot of people do because she does definitely does have a big platform, Liam. So she she yeah. should uh, if she yeah, is doing maybe the positive things. Platform to give it to actual, like, really insightful, intelligent people instead of just your own ego trains. Taylor Swift is a, is an intelligent woman, and you uh -huh. are just. What do you? No, stop it. <laughs> I don't. You don't. You don't know her. Yeah, don't you don't. Know you don't know her. You don't watch the fucking documentary. You don't. <laughs> um, Liam. Liam's very critical. Uh, but you know, one of those posters that's hanging behind Liam that we actually can't see is a Billie Eilish poster. Uh, Liam's a huge fan of Billie Eilish. <laughs> His face. <laughs> <laughs> Liam also loves Claro. Uh, he also loves Beyonce. I don't even know who the fuck Claro is. She's a musician. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Hmm. Well. Here I am, just pop stars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, Taylor was cool, but what it did do is it made me want to get on the grind. You know, <laughs> you know, like she, she's a, she's busy. She's just always working, just doing shit. Oh, yeah. and I was just like, oh, I get it. That's how you, that's how you improve. <laughs> <laughs> you practice and you then, do things, and then you get better. But you also <laughs> don't just practice. You live, yeah. Liam. Shut up. You, <laughs> You live, breathe music. Like if you want to be a musician, you live, breathe music. Like you, you have to play it all the time. You got to listen to it all the time. You got to be aware of it all the time. And like for us, I guess, sorry boys, we're doing podcasts twenty four seven now. Move. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. That's that's there. You go. There you go. Well, uh, I, I I finished uh, I finished Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. 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 Over overall, I I really liked it, especially. Um, it, it got uh, a little. It got like a lot uh, more engaging for me personally, especially in the second half of the season. Yeah, that's where it get. Once you uh, pass, um, what's that two parter called? Um, um, it's not oh, shit. I should know this. Is, is this the? Uh, is this the first one with Savage or not Savage? Uh, Vicious. Uh, no. When Vicious first shows up, that's one of my favorite episodes. Well, I'm mm -hmm. talking about the one where they meet Gren and uh, 
uh, where Faye runs off and they go to like uh, it's not a uh, Europa. Oh, oh yeah, 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 with Faye's Faye's backstory thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, overall, I really liked it. Uh, for for me personally, didn't didn't break my top ten of my favorite shows, but I I really enjoyed it. <laughs> okay, Christian, we can't all like the same things. <laughs> as yeah. as evidenced by almost every one of our, of our episodes, um, <laughs> I really I I I really like uh, I really like uh, the voice acting in the English dub. I really like uh, Steve Bloom, uh, Spike uh, especially. Uh, and I like. I generally like the characters. I like the way it ends. I really, really like the ending. I think that's, yeah, no, the, that's a really interesting I, way it ends. But I've always seen the show really in the end about just the, the meaning of nothing, mm-hmm. and how like you can't just go through life not caring about anything or like uh, yeah. that. You do have to like just let yourself live and feel. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of especially like Spike's story specifically is very much about uh, kind of going through life as if it was a dream. Uh, if you know what I mean, like, you know, you're kind of going through life, you're not really doing or thinking or, or like really living, you're just kind of like going along. And it kind of feels like a dream. And one day, uh, you just kind of wake up and you're like, Oh, I haven't done anything. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of spikes time is mainly just sent up sitting around eating noodles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, I think, that's my, that's my favorite part of the show is spikes, uh, kind of arc. I also I also really like uh, Faye's Faye's story as well. I don't I don't think I like Ed. <laughs> that's, the, that's the chef guy, right? No, no Ed, Ed 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 is she she's the hacker little hacker girl. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, uh, she doesn't show up until like ten episodes in. Yeah, yeah. I like she's... when you get to be ending with Ed like that. Kind of gave me a punch. I'm like, wow, this is actually kind of sad. Hmm. I, I see that. I just I don't know. She just she just always felt like she was in a different show. <laughs> to me i just like, think i liked ed because i like ed because like it would have been so easy to do what everybody does with the hacker computer nerd person we're just like really awkward very like uh mousy and like uh just yeah, very... yeah but also like yeah my, my i really don't have many feelings about ed except for she just felt like she was on a completely different show so one of, <laughs> and everyone else an episode that's completely ed centered that's one of my favorite episodes mm-hmm and that's one where everybody's just kind of tripping balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, everyone's high on mushrooms, and then she has to go catch the bounty by herself. <laughs> and she's an eight-year-old girl? Uh, I don't know how old she is. Like she's 13, pretty 14. young. She's, yeah. she's a kid, essentially. Yeah. she's. But uh, yeah, Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop, uh, one of the few animes that I, I will probably rewatch at some point. Um, favorite episode? Favorite episode? Uh, honestly, the last, the last two, like the the two parter finale. That's, did you that's watch, my favorite. Did you watch the movie at all, or? Uh, no, no. I you, the in the Blu-rays you gave me, the movie wasn't in there. Yeah, the, <laughs> if, you, if you look hard enough, you could find the movie. Getting a copy oh, yeah. of it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, because anime is expensive. Um, yeah, I've 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 learned that recently. <laughs> oh boy, well it's because most of it's imported too. Yeah, yeah. The movie is set literally uh right. Like right in the like right in like the middle of the third the last third of the series. Okay. Okay. Cool. So I think it's like right before the episode. I think it's like chronologically set right before the episode where Ed leaves. Mm. I really like. Uh, I really liked the episode. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but the one with like the the, the virtual reality cult. Oh yeah, that one's really. Yeah, cool. I really like that one. That one was a lot of fun. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and Cowboy Bebop. Uh, what else did I do? I've been rewatching Community. 
Yeah. yeah it just, it, it just went on day. Netflix. Yeah, it just went up on Netflix. And that show, I, I think you, you watched it recently, right? Too, right, Christian? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah it's so funny. It's, it's so funny. good. I like community. Yeah. It's it's, funny. Oh, man. I, I'm, I'm in season two right now, and I, I forgot how funny this show is. I have seen like, plenty of cartoons that tell me if I punch it, if I pop a hole in the bag, it's yeah. going to make us go faster. <laughs> you know, I do. I used to watch Community when it was airing or whatnot, like, because mm. I got into it because my brother was a really big fan. Yeah. And, like, I remember enjoying it while I was watching it, and, like, I did. There were episodes that I thought were genuinely very funny. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think season two is definitely one of the better. Like yeah, I I don't I the last two seasons are aren't very good. No, but, which one is which one was the one they called the gas leak here? Was that season five? Five, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Do they have season six on on Netflix? I don't know. Oh, because because it's a yeah, it was a Yahoo exclusive. And yeah, then, and they don't they don't Amazon they don't make Prime. stuff anymore. So no, so <laughs> I feel like Dan Harmon just owns the the rights now. Yeah, hopefully. I was also going to say, you guys thought I'd never talk positively about a Dan Harmon property. <laughs> have mean, you ever seen Harmon Quest? I no, have. Yeah. I have a feeling I hate it. You would not like it. <laughs> I love Harmon Quest. It's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, uh, I just but, think Dan Harmon himself is kind of a tool. So, I mean, right. he's kind of a drunk. So, yeah, at least he was. I don't know if he was. Yeah, I so, remember him talking about how he quit, but I don't yeah. know. If, yeah. So, he's an unconventional tool. <laughs> be nice to dan Harmon. yeah he's trying I don't know, I, I, he seems like a decent guy to me he's he's apologized for a lot of his misgivings so yeah, yeah, like like yeah. genuinely apologized and like genuinely uh, like thought through and talked about the things he did wrong so i think that's uh better than most what than better than what mo- most celebrities do yeah <laughs> i read a, i read a tweet the other day uh because louis ck released a special stand-up special oh, yeah. the other day and I read a tweet that said, uh, it's very on brand for Louis C.K. to release something when no one can leave the room. <laughs> not my joke. I did not write that. But, I love it. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah those, I, I haven't been watching much lately because a game that I have been waiting for, uh, it was announced seven years ago. I think I found about, about it about five years ago. Uh, I was finally released this week and Sly uh, Cooper four. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, Mount and blade to Bannerlord. I'm a huge fan of mountain blade uh, Warband. I have over 500 hours in that game, according to steam. Uh, and I've been waiting for Bannerlord for such a long time and it's out now and I've been playing it a lot. Uh, I've, it came out on Monday. Uh, this is a, a game. It came out exactly a week ago. Uh, I have uh, 63 hours in it already. That's like um, almost an entire work week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more than a time. <laughs> it is. It's twenty hours more than a work week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I'm currently unemployed because I got, got laid off because of COVID, yeah. uh, and I don't have anything else to do. And this is a great way to spend my time. It's it's a great game. You should is, play it. Is this the sequel to the game that you had played? You did a live stream on in the History of Bridge channel. No, no. That was that was a Kingdom Come Deliverance. That was a different different game right uh same kind of like they're both medieval games but uh in kingdom come it's it's a first person slasher with a bit of a story to it mountain blade there's no story because you're supposed to kind of make your own story you just you you just dropped in the middle of the map you're a dude on a horse and you can just you can become like a merchant you can become a criminal you can become you can try to become a king you can try to become like a vassal for a king it's uh, lots of stuff you can do and like pretty much all of them are pretty uh, effective ways to play the game. That's cool. Yeah. What are, what are you right now? 
I, I have a couple different campaigns. <laughs> uh, I have one where I'm purely a merchant. I keep getting raided by bandits, and it's a problem. Uh, my most successful one is I am a lord under the service of uh, the Empress of the Western Empire, I think. There's, there's three different bits of the Empire. The Western, Southern, and Northern Empire. What I think I'm the Western Empire. I'm not sure. Uh, no, fuck it. Fuck these. Fuck <laughs> Uh, and I, I don't have any, I, I had some land, but then it's, it's, it's in early access. So it's very, very buggy. So I had some game breaking bugs in one of my campaigns and I had to restart, uh, but don't have any land right now. I just joined the kingdom and I'm fighting a war, uh, and making lots of money fighting the war. So cool. <laughs> uh, so you're essentially, uh, like those current assholes who are profiteering off of war. Yeah, exactly. I'm a war profiteer in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, basically, basically I attack an enemy army. I, I I kill their soldiers. I take their gear, take their commander hostage, ransom the prisoners, uh, and sell all their gear, and I make lots of money. <laughs> Selling weapons to the bad guys. <laughs> good <laughs> DJ. I couldn't resist. Yeah, and that's that's basically all I've been doing. I've been I've been like on one monitor of my computer, which is which is this one right here. I've been playing Bannerlord, and then I've been watching Community on my second monitor at here. the same time. Yeah, you had. I just I just turned the sound off for Bannerlord because there's not really there's no like dialogue or anything, so I just turned the sound I turned the music off and then I I let like the sound effects play at like half volume and then I just listen to and watch Community. Cool. Because like lots of times in Bannerlord you don't really have to pay a lot of attention to the screen. You can like kind of go back and forth. Right. Right. Is there yeah. is it online? Uh, no. I mean, there's a multiplayer, but it's just PvP, and I don't really care for PvP. I like the, I like the single player better right right everybody drop your your friend code down in the comments below <laughs> my steam code is no i'm not telling you <laughs> it's right. like when i was in high school if a guest speaker would come to talk and he'd mention playing video games and everybody would ask him for his gamer tag yeah it's probably he probably wouldn't give it out because it was something stupid like grandma's little boy little man or something like <laughs> uh, he said it was because he's like nope uh, kids have actually got online and found me yeah I also I also uh, listened to half of the cast recording for the Bubble Boy musical. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and what you what you think? I'm 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 enjoying it. It's it's pretty funny. It's stupid. I like, I it's like so it. stupid. I like I like the one. It's like a 30 second song or whatever, and it's like like there's an earlier song where he's singing. It's like if I ever kiss a girl, it'll be Chloe. It's like if I ever kill a man, it'll be Mark. It'll be Mark. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why on the on the recording they didn't because it it does it is kind of attached to the song previous. Why they oh, didn't okay. just like because it it I guess they're different movements, but they could have just like mm. for the recording itself just lumped them all together into one. Yeah, there might have there might have been like a scene in between. Yeah, probably. In, in um, the stage show. I still love the gotta get that boy, get that boy in the yeah. bubble. <laughs> I was kind of stuck. It was kind of stuck in my head for about a day when Christian showed it to us. Good. And I was like, shit. wow, I gotta go listen to like my top ten playlist just to drown this out. <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get. I'm gonna get. I've, I've already started infecting Christian with musicals. So now my next target is Liam. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I, I was actually talking with a friend about it two days ago. There are genuinely musicals I like. Um, it's, Have you listened to any like cast recordings from Broadway shows or just like movie movie musicals? Um, I've watched the. Um, I've watched a totally legal recording of Hamilton with my ex girlfriend. Nice. <laughs> I've done that too, but not with, not with your girlfriend. <laughs> um, I've watched. Uh, 
I don't know, my ex was really into musicals or whatnot, so I watched a bunch of, a lot of the ones she really liked I didn't care for. On that note, we have a special guest, Liam's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but she uh, I think you should, you should give uh, Town a shot. Yeah? Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. I, I, she was just really into, like, she was into, like, some lesser-known stuff, but a lot of it was very mainstream. Mm. Like, a lot, like, I hanging out with her is kind of when I realized I really don't like a lot of Andrew Lloyd Webber's work. <laughs> I mean, that's right. I'm not a huge Andrew, Andrew Lloyd Webber fan either, but, but I mean, yeah, Let's I mean, I love Les Mis as, as a book Lever. and as a, uh, and as a musical. Yeah. Sure. No, yeah. Les Mis is a good musical. I, I enjoy it. Uh, but like, for me, like what was that? I'm just trying I've never, to, never heard Hedwig. I'm just spitballing other ones that I liked. I liked Hedwig. Oh, yeah. I liked, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Shit, if I had my list in front of me, I could probably tell you. <laughs> yeah. my, my girlfriend's been watching or listening to the the one that uh, Lin, Lin Manuel Miranda did before um, Hamilton. Uh, in the Heights? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. I've of, only listened to it once, but it was pretty good. Oh, man. I can't listen to any more Latino music. <laughs> I can't. I, uh, that's not the reason. It's just, uh, it's like, A lot of it? it's like jazz. You know, <laughs> jazz is not for everybody. That's I right. love jazz. Jazz is sweet. International music <laughs> just does not do it. Does not tickle my fancy. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. let's go. Let's go on a little bit of a break. Uh, we, Alrighty. Uh, I mean, for us, it's not going to be a break. Well, for them, it is. Yeah. So uh, we're going to put a little bit of a buffer. Or here. I think the other way around. For us, it's a break. For them, it's not. Oh no! There'll be there'll be like a little thing here. I'm gonna, oh, okay, okay. I'm cool. going to put a video in right as soon as I finish talking, <laughs> and then you guys can, and then that way we can, like, you know, plug our own shit, mm. right? Yeah, it's great. It's yeah, like, it's like our own right commercial. Uh, <laughs> we're probably going to see Lucas drop some vegetables in five, four, three, <laughs> two, one. I was going to ask you guys. Um, you know, once this gets out there, this is in the world. Um, how do you, how are you guys going to manage being sex icons? Cause I I've been living with that my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. We're back. We're back. I like oh, being able to one. see the little yellow box around everybody yeah. <laughs> when they're talking. Yeah. Highlights it's very ego boosting. It's like, yeah. Listen to me, computer. I'm, I'm the talking. one who is speaking now. Yeah. <laughs> you just stole my yellow bar. Fuck you. Liam, steal the bar. <laughs> Liam, take it. Steal it. Steal it. Hey. Oh, you only got a little yellow yeah. line. <laughs> also, my, also, my bar is green, not yellow. Uh, what? Mine's yellow. I guess... Don't take it personally. I'm just better than you. <laughs> the outsides like the the outer sides are, are green that's kind of yeah weird. depending on depending on like what angle i look at it sometimes it's green sometimes it's yellow <laughs> this is this is, so riveting. This is riveting riveting radio yeah i really hope every, our fans appreciate this we have now visual commentary we are gonna have <laughs> 10 views on this video 10 <laughs> if we break 10 um i will have a mustache on the next episode that's not a promise <laughs> i am not promising that that is a lie i'm just gonna watch the video 10 times <laughs> <laughs> i want to see christian with a mustache uh hey liam uh what are we talking about sorry i got uh, a message i'm a fucking jackass i get mad at you for your phone <laughs> going off from sorry go ahead so today we're going to be talking about movies that are so bad they're good 
because that's been a bit of a very common motif with the internet and a lot of uh, just casual film discussions ever, uh, what is it, with like, uh, I was it with like the discourse and talking about ever, and talking about cinema. Yeah, well, especially right now because people are staying home and watching all those DVDs they have, you know? <laughs> like, um, and just really talk about like, uh, it's obviously subjective and whatnot, but what, just based off of what we, of uh, the culture mainly considers a movie that's so bad it's good, like, what are the criterias with that as opposed to a film that we, films that we, that are just like everybody just kind of agrees. It's like, yeah, it's bad, but not in an amusing or interesting kind of way. Hmm. Throw one at me, meatbag. What's what's an what's a, <laughs> um, what's a what is an example, Liam? Because I have um, one. Okay, so what's a why is it that we find movies like The Fanatic so bad or good or whatnot, but like uh, we find movies like uh, I don't know, The Postman with Kevin Costner just bad. What about Newsies? <laughs> I've Newsies. never seen Newsies. No, me neither. Uh, what about Snakes on a Plane? Right, like why is there you go. Like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like there's a difference there though, because snakes on a plane is kind of it is what it's supposed to be. Like whereas something like the the most obvious answer is the room. Yeah. Like uh like the room is obviously very meant to be like a drama, a very serious movie. Whereas something like Snakes on a Plane is supposed to be dumb. It knows well, there's talk dumb, about how uh, Snakes on a Plane was originally intended to be a little bit more serious or whatnot and had a different <laughs> name. And then Sam Jackson came on and he's like, no, we're going to own this and call it Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be called Flight 121. Huh. And then they, uh, Sam Jackson. Snakes on like, a Plane is a better title. Yeah. Well, he, <laughs> Sam Jackson was like, I'm not doing this movie if it's not called Snakes on a Plane. I want to, but I refuse to. Um, um, you, job, know, you know what's another good example, Liam? Uh, sorry. Uh, it, it, it's. Uh, it's a very small film, very short. It's a short film. Um, it's called In the Trees. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, that that movie is pretty bad, but it's it's so bad it's good, and it's it's like it was intentional. It's like we totally meant to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's, there's definitely like a difference there, like between something that's so bad it's good because it was tended to be that way, and something that's so bad it's good that was not intended to be that way. Right. But like, I mean, like, there are also some st- things where I question, like, uh, was this meant to be, like, kind of bad and schlocky, or was this actually meant to be kind of good? Like, there are movies where I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure with something like Sleepy Hollow or or Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. Do people I consider I, The Mummy bad? Uh, <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty. It's very pretty. It's so no. uh, pretty messy. I mean, I think I think the mummy is 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 exactly what it's intended to be. Personally, uh, yeah. it's it's a big dumb adventure movie. Like, I don't think there's anything else going on there. Like, I do see <laughs> a lot of inspirations from like uh, uh, Ray Harryhausen films and all of that, mm-hmm. yeah, particularly that with the skeletons and like those uh, kind of like Simbad pulpy adventure. Uh, yeah, movies. yeah. Like, and also like uh, in a lot of ways, Army of Darkness. Yeah, like that movie makes does not really make sense. And there's not really much of a structure to to the story, but it's 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 amazing because it's, well, it's so also dumb. Weird, just based on the film, given the films that it came off of. Yeah, like, <laughs> I we... mean they are both pretty funny. I mean, like, Evil yeah. Dead was meant uh, was meant to be more of a horror type thing with like some kind of kooky sensibilities, and then yeah. 
Evil Dead 2, I guess, was kind of a weird mishmash of like what we got to with Army of Darkness and the mm-hmm. more horror, straight up horror elements. Yeah, then Army of Dark- Darkness, like, just it didn't go off the rails. It like leaped off the rails onto Different the next track. rails yeah. and then went off those rails. Yeah. yeah like, to, <laughs> to a point where it kind of became medieval Three Stooges. You know, yeah, you know when you see like bumper cars and then one of them slams into the wall and then just kind of keeps going <laughs> through yeah. the wall? That's kind of what Army of Darkness did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Army of Darkness, even to a point where the original working title was Medieval Dead. Which I still think <laughs> is just a brilliant name. Yeah, I still That's amazing. think it's a better title. I think I I yeah, I think I'd prefer that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be re- I'm gonna refer to it as that from now on. A lot of people do. A lot of people do. <laughs> um Yeah, so what what why what what's the difference there? Like so bad it's good, like intentionally versus it being just awful <laughs> like yeah. something like the fanatic which is just an mm-hmm. awful movie i think that that has a lot to do with intent right you know like, i agree i think i think it's 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 a uh, a defter hand behind the camera for one yeah uh like obviously sam raimi is he generally knows what he's doing when he's making movies i would like I think, to think so yeah yeah like i have uh, even a lot of the stuff in his spider-man movies that are really like really goofy and stupid i'm like i yeah. have a lot of trouble believing that he didn't do a lot of it on purpose oh yeah definitely like the spider-man this his spider-man trilogy is very goofy like people have like nostalgia glasses for it thinking like it's this dramatic series they're all very goofy oh they're dumb like <laughs> like it was just the third one was the wrong kind of stupid yeah it kind of kind of went it they kind of kept the goofy but like they went they went a different kind of goofy, the dumb yeah, goofy. It wasn't Sam Raimi's signature kind of flair that he has. Yeah, it was. I'm not, I, I'm not sure exactly how to describe that, but like the that kind of goofy was just very, very different. Yeah. Than the other goofy, it was. It was like uncomfortable goofy. Yeah. Like like his whole dance scene, like it's it's cringy. It's 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 not like it's not like silly. It's cringy. I think is a way to describe it. I would agree. Yeah. But I think like Sam Raimi knows what he's doing. Uh, and I think I think uh, he has kind of obviously he has kind of a has goofy sensibilities like he he likes goofy stuff, obviously, because most of his movies are pretty goofy. Yeah. Uh, word of, word like, of the day, everybody. Goofy. Goofy. So, uh, it, uh, it doesn't sound like a real word. Going to put a goofy counter. No, 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 no. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh, what is it? A movie that's a favorite of ours where I refuse to believe that it was ever meant to be taken seriously in any way. Something like Commando. Yeah, Commando Commando is not meant to be taken seriously. Like, Commando is also a movie that kind of gets roped in with a lot of people and they say so bad it's good. Yeah. I mean it, again that it's it's that's an intentional thing. Like also like something like shoot 'em up. Like that's it's very intentionally not like traditionally good. Yeah. Like it's 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 great in its own way cuz like cuz film critique is not just the checkbox like oh good characters blah blah blah. blah. Is you got to judge the movie on its terms and the commando shoot him up uh, stuff like that. They're all trying to be stupid. Yeah, like well, <laughs> but there definitely is like a level of trying to be stupid and also trying to take yourself seriously. Because if you're if you're talking yeah. about like take like being stupid, you think of like airplane, hot shots, basketball, mm-hmm. like yeah. you know, those like even scary movie. Right, uh, epic movie like those. Airplane kind of is a much better movie than pretty much all of those. But I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. You, you have you seen Basketball? I've talked about I it haven't, a lot. I haven't. You're gonna hate it. I haven't it. seen it. <laughs> that is not I love Airplane. Yeah. yeah, I love Airplane. Same, the same director, of, I think. Oh. On the inverse of something like uh, Shoot 'Em Up and uh, Commando, you also get movie, more recent movies that have kind of tried to have that, but not, but just haven't met it. Like 
Christian and I talked about like uh, when we saw the trailers for something like Hobbs and Shaw, we thought it was going down that route. But then we're like, we saw the movie and we're like, that's not that's not what it was at all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and movies that like try to be dumb and don't succeed are not fun. No, no. No, like Hobbs like, and Shaw. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you're trying to be dumb and you are dumb, but not the fun dumb. Yeah. So. You're just you're melting my brain cells. Right. Like, <laughs> I, would, I could do this on my own. By just yeah, exactly. listening to episode thirty of the Thundercast, where Christian talks about Midsummer for an hour and a half. <laughs> I think a criteria that really hits a movie being so bad it's good uh, good for me is when it's like uh, is when it's, you could tell somebody's that like uh, some is when or when a movie's just almost like a quagmire of a film where it's like uh, like what the fuck happened with this like, like uh, The Wicker Man. Mm. or an endless library of a lot of Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah. 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 Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. <laughs> oh, Left uh, behind. <laughs> you know what I, I tried to watch last night? Um, I tried to watch Coffee and Kareem on Netflix okay. with Ed Helms. We, I got 20 minutes in. I turned it off. Like, that's one of those ones where you know, like, what they're trying to do. They're trying to be, like, silly, uh, you mm-hmm. know. Like, oh, look at this little kid saying the F word and, like, being a oh, gangbanger yeah. and stuff. Like, great. Yeah. And oh, you put him against Ed Helms. Uh, but yeah. that's one of those movies where it's just like you, you, you really missed the mark, you know? Like, yeah, you, you could have made something entertaining and, and something that was like funny, but didn't. And so I watched Waiting instead, the one with Ryan I Reynolds that movie actually. and Justin Long. I, I remember that movie very fondly. Uh, a lot of bad language, um, <laughs> very, <Yeah>. very <laughs> dated, and by bad language, I don't mean. The fu- I don't mean fuck, you know. Yeah. I mean like, like slurs. Yeah, really negative, really mm. negative slurs. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's not aged well. It's very much a product of the mid two thousands. So that's yeah. a, that brings up another point. Then is just like movies that were made a while, like a, a long time ago, or not a long time ago, but are dated, and mm-hmm. how they can transition into becoming a so bad it's good. You know, yeah. like Encino Man. I watched that one recently. I mentioned it on the on an episode a while ago. Polly Shore, uh, Sean Astin, Brendan Fraser. That movie's bad, <laughs> but it it's entertaining. I and I yeah. I, th- I think the level of of entertainment versus stupidity is like yeah. There's a math equation somewhere in here. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, I think when it comes to a movie that's so bad that it's good, I think it kind of has to be a movie that was trying to take itself seriously. Like right. for for me yeah, at least, like the Wicker Man, or yeah, or like I've already mentioned it, but the the one I'm gonna keep going back to is The Room because I don't really watch too many movies that like are they're they're so bad they're good because uh, I typically don't watch movies with other people because like I uh, but like watching movies watching bad movies with other people is a lot of fun. Oh, definitely. watching bad movies by yourself not fun. No. <laughs> I have only watched The Room at a uh, at a screening. I have never yeah. tried to sit down and watch it just on my own. Do I I tried to watch it on my own. It's not fun. It's not <laughs> it's not entertaining at all. No, I'm, until I went over a, and then I went over to a friend's house and we all watched it. I'm like, that was great. I love that movie. A lot more fun <laughs> with people. Yeah. Starting to fall into the so bad it's good category where there's already been talk about once theaters growing up doing midnight screenings and whatnot, something like cats. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. And I think with that one, a lot of it is because, like, the thing is that, like, it's baffling how there are so many competent people behind it, behind yeah. the camera yeah. and in front of it. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah. like, to a point where it's, like, 
Well, I mean, I know I have an idea as why it happened. Thank you, Lindsay Ellis. But it's like uh, her new video on cats was great. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, uh, it's just like that's one of those cases where it's like, what the fuck happened here? Yeah, exactly. Did you did you you, you haven't did you see my tweet about it, Christian? I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Tom Hooper didn't. For those who don't know, Tom Hooper did not want his actors to be wearing mocap suits because he thought they'd be distracting. So all that cat fur had to be manually rotoscoped. And if you don't, if you've never rotoscoped anything, it's fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then their budget got cut in half. Yeah, and someone had to remove the buttholes. I mean, that's not a thing. I don't think that. I don't. I don't know. Release the butthole. I don't know if that's true. It's just funny. I mean, there's a lot of he said, she said type of like how once the, the backlash came out after the trailer, they cut the effects budget in half. Yeah. And yeah. just like they had to rush production a little more. Yeah. Oh, man. I, mean, I, I kind of want to watch. I want to go to like a, a screening of like a midnight screening of Cats one day. Like, I think that would be a lot of fun. I don't want to watch it on my own because yeah. it'll just be a bad time. If we ever are allowed to, leave. Uh, John Tasker, ever. friend of the show, saw that movie with work, and he texted me saying it was a special kind of hell. Hey, should we, <laughs> should we call John in? Let's call John in. <laughs> John Tasker, friend of the show, and Lindsay Ellis, friend of the show, because we talk. I, I, mean, I talk about her a lot. That'd be kind of neat. Even, sure though, uh, even though she's not, we would certainly like her to be. Yeah. <laughs> Liam, are you hitting on her right now? No. Oh. I'm also pretty sure she's married. Oh. I believe okay. so. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> don't get married. Is what I meant. Yeah, she also she also has a podcast. I haven't listened to it yet, but she has a podcast called Musical Splaining, where she explains musicals to her friend who hates musicals. That's great. I feel like you we ripped that off. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I think she she re, she pretty recently started it. So she rips us off. Damn it. <laughs> uh, lately, uh, just being under quarantine, I actually. Uh, a lot of my time, my other spare time has been spent just talking with friends who I never get to see. And mm -hmm. I've turned one of them into a pretty hardcore Lindsay Ellis fan. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right on. Um, but movies, movies that are bad. Movies. So bad that they're good. Uh, movies. I, I, I feel like there has to be a, the person who makes the movie has to have some sort of detachment from reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a like delusion. Tommy, like, yeah. Like Tommy Wiseau. I don't think he understands reality. Like just no. based on the movie he made, he doesn't understand how people work. I, I no, he definitely doesn't. Uh, I'm no. sure you've heard the rumor that that movie was supposed to have a vampire subplot. I have heard that. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I read this. I, like uh, I think after you mentioned Disaster Artists, uh, I read it. Yeah, and good yeah, book. that was yeah, it was a good book. Good book makes uh, Tommy Wiseau a total piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah, he is. I mean I've heard he's not a great guy. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Next question. Oh. <laughs> um, That's what he does at Q and A's. He always goes like, answers it, and he goes, "Next question, boring. Next question. <laughs> I don't want to answer that. Next question." <laughs> um, but yeah, like you kind of have to be delusional for it to yeah. reach that that um, point of kind of like the the tipping point almost. But then again, having yeah. said that, like we're also talking about movies that are intentionally made to be perceived as um, hokey. Yeah, or I think or, I think. I, I was more when I was saying det detachment from reality. I was more uh, talking about uh, movies that are intended to be like serious and dramatic, and they end up being really, really bad. Right. That they're fun. I uh, think a criteria that really makes a movie just bad for me is when it's a movie that's just kind of like boring and how bad it was, and it and it, it's depressing in that sense because again, like what people behind it are just a lot more are just genuinely competent people or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Like Thor of a Dark World is a pretty bad and boring movie. Um, 
And that one's sad because it's like very competent people behind the camera there at working. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's not like it's not so bad that it's fun. It's just like okay, things happened. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a hammer. I've never yes. seen it. Yeah. I don't want to. You <laughs> <laughs> don't need to. Um, yeah, um, I'm I trying to think. I think I should of... pop my collar. <laughs> should we all pop? We're all wearing plaid. Yeah. Fuck. Wow. We're so we're so typical white dude. It took us that long to realize. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all yeah. colors. Wow. I'm unpopping. Sorry. Um, another one. Another one I can think of is like uh, is when I see a lot of uh, bad um, Gore Verbinski films or whatnot, where we're just like, especially like the third Pirates movie or something, where mm. I'm like, this just isn't even fun. This is just like indulgent and yeah. Honestly, if you if you like cut out about half of Pirates Three, you'd have a pretty solid movie. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe you is know the, the one where they were actually finished when they were working on it. Is that yeah. the one where they have the pirate meeting? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where it has the biggest oxymoron I've probably ever seen in my life. That's like the only <laughs> scene I've seen from that movie. Is pirate, the pirate meeting. The pirate. It's like an hour. It's like an hour of people sitting around and babbling on about bullshit, as, or as to yeah. oh, should we stand and fight these guys, or uh, should we release this up? Uh, evil uh, uh god crab lady and they yeah. just end up doing both yeah <laughs> like honestly there's there's a lot of like davy jones is such a fun character in those movies bill nye is is this is great as I mean, davy jones a, he has a great design he built bill nye's a good actor yeah no like like i love davy jones in those movies honestly it's it's all the weird roundabout subplots that ruin dead man's chest and and uh at world's end yeah and then the other ones are just boring. <laughs> you know I mean, how there's best I can at least enjoy for certain scenes, like the Kraken fights. Yeah, the Kraken fights awesome. Even though I ref- even though I still argue that that thing could have taken down that ship in like two minutes. <laughs> you know how there's that uh, Topher Grace cut? Is it Topher Grace? I think uh, cut yeah. of the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Do you think there somebody? Was talk- there was talk about how he was interested in getting into editing to try and work on them. Well, mm-hmm. he successfully did it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think he I think he screened it like once yeah. and then had to stop. <laughs> yeah, because they're not having that. But no. do you think that somebody will eventually do that with uh, the Pirates movies? Maybe because like the first one, the first one's great. I rewatched it recently. Oh, yeah, the first like Pirates movie. movie is one of my favorite action yeah. movies. Yeah, That's I honestly, Hector Barbosa is one of my favorite like villains ever. I love that guy. Jeffrey Rush is having so much fun. Jeffrey <laughs> Rush was born to play a pirate. He was, and he's like the best part of of every Pirates movie. Like, I, I mean, I, in the second one, he shows up for two seconds, but he's still the best part. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah me and some Fred. I was even talking about Fred saying, like, if they ever uh, make, if they ever uh, do like an actual Honest to God or another Honest to God adaptation of Treasure Island, I would love. Uh, what is it? You have to cast um, Jeffrey Rush's John Silver. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be fun. But yeah, I love Barbosa. He has so many great. I, I know this is way off topic, but. Uh, uh, we're talking about pirates now yeah he has so many great like cheesy pirate lines like when him and jack are fighting at the end of black pearl he's like so what now jack sparrow we be two immortals fighting uh, locked in epic combat until the judgment day and the trumpet sound that's so stupid i love it (laughs) there's (laughs) uh, one i forget what movie it's in but i remember there's one point where he's like captive or something and uh, mm. one of the guy looks over at him. It's like, he's like, oh, he pulls off his leg or something. It's like, oh, you have another, um, it's like, you have a knife. He's like, better. And it's just hit on his peg leg. There's just a little compartment for a bunch of booze in it. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was in, I believe, the fourth one. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I know he doesn't have a, he has a leg through most of the uh, movies. Yeah. Which yeah, one of the 12 pirate movies is your favorite? <laughs> 
How many are there? Five, right? There's five. Yeah. Oh, how the fuck do you make five fucking Bionic? I don't know. <laughs> they, they didn't really make four and five. They're just sort of they just sort of exist. Yeah, they <laughs> they, they they weren't made. They just no. And they just they just into popped existence. into existence. Yeah. Johnny will Johnny uh, Johnny Depp just willed them into willed existence. Them. Yeah. Um. But honestly, but J- Jack Sparrow doesn't really work as a lead character. But anyway, we're very off topic. Yeah. I did just think of a uh, movie that I know a lot of people consider so bad it's good, but I kind of find it almost tragic in how bad it is. Mm-hmm. Donnie Darko, the director's cut. What? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, X uh, Men Origins Wolverine. Oh yeah. No, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't see that one as so bad. It's good. No, it's he's just... saying it's tragic that it's not. Yeah, yeah I think it's fair. just tragic that a movie is as bad as it was mm-hmm. because it's like when you hear her, when you first hear her finally making a Wolverine movie, and Jackman does his work is actually involved in the producer stuff or whatnot, and like mm-hmm. really working on it, and then it's just, and you're just like, how could they possibly fuck this up? It's like, oh, writer strike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure there's many like big Hollywood movies that quite qualify for uh, so bad it's good. I'm sure there are. Can you guys think of any? Uh, I know one that hits it for you, Lucas, is um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, You're right. Yeah, You're right. That's true. <laughs> that movie's terrible, that but movie I had such a good time. Sucks. It's and so just, bad. And I personally think that it's another case where I'm like, every a lot of the people who worked on this are so, there are so many competent people who did yeah. work on it. Yeah. Like, there's some genuinely good like directors yeah there's so many like there's, there's genuinely good like little pieces of that movie it's just we've we've, we've said our bit about falling kingdom we have an entire episode <laughs> about it we do i believe we do it's yeah. a bad movie but i had good. fun yeah <laughs> yeah I tried to um a lot of people when they think of movies that are so bad or good i know the happening comes up for a lot oh, of people God. yep no yep that's the movie's just bad <laughs> I think it's pretty funny at how terrible it is. Uh, I, I, I do too. What? No. no. You know, hot dogs get a bad rep. <laughs> <laughs> also, there there are bits of there's at the the second half of Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, Where, uh, I was more angry when I saw it, but like I'm thinking back, I'm like that shit's funny because it's bad it's just i was gone. talking with my cousin and he said that palpatine becoming zeus is something he'd want to say like a power rangers movie <laughs> <laughs> did he shout unlimited power when he did that because if he didn't fuck you there's an edit somewhere somebody i'm sure yeah. <laughs> yeah uh yeah, yeah. it's hard, hard to think because when when a hollywood film fails it fails like there's yeah. there's definitely a reason when an indie film mm-hmm. is like you know then you can kind of give it a little bit of a, a pass because you mm-hmm. know probably first time or whatever but uh, like it's easier to pick out smaller productions that are so bad it's good you know mm-hmm. um, and it's also easier to pick on them exactly like, yeah I mean like, but when it's something like indie or whatnot at times I kind of feel bad for uh, I was it for like picking on them or whatnot. Yeah, because a bunch of kids making a movie because they just want to make movies. Yeah, and then they 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 are a little overindulgent or uh, too inexperienced, and they don't achieve what they want to. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I think we're one, bullies. Uh, <laughs> we're um, bullying. We're bullying. Uh, other uh, one of the most famous, so bad it's good movies that comes up is something like Battlefield Earth. Oh God, yeah. Or I've Dune. never actually seen it. I've never sat through it. That was John Travolta's passion project. Yeah, I'm aware. Backing behind it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I know. I know. There's lots of like extreme Dutch angles, 
But like, other than that, was this movie made in Holland? (laughs) (laughs) I a lot of people are going to shoot me for this or saying this. <laughs> there is yeah, part kidding. of it. I thought of this just because it's another really bad movie with Dutch angles. But Liam, give, like, give us your best Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> um, Hardcore Liam. Uh, one that I like think Henry. of that's bad that has a lot of Dutch angles that a lot of people disagree with me on, but I think Batman and Robin is a movie that's so bad. It's oh, like, really? I would agree. I would yeah. agree. Yeah. Like, I Ar- mean, Arnold, I, Arnold makes it. Like, I quote Mr. Freeze all day. <laughs> Mr. Freeze in that movie is awesome the way a, an awesome mustache is awesome. <laughs> not awesome. Like, what killed the dinosaurs? Yes. The Ice Age. I was waiting to ask that question. I'm sorry. <laughs> actually has a recording on his phone of me say, of us at the Royal Tyrell Museum asking me what killed the dinosaurs. I do not anymore, actually. Oh, no. I do not. But no, it, I, I'd, I'd agree. Batman and Robin is so bad. Like, the Bat credit card is... That's kind of funny. Bat nipples. <laughs> the Bat nipples, yeah. I mean, I get why some people find it frustratingly bad, because it is a uh, blatant example of a studio destro- absolutely destroying a movie. Yeah, yeah. In favor of product placement, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Kenner was involved in designing the vehicles. Really? That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's why Mr. Freeze is driving around in his big tank thing with a million spikes on it. <laughs> or why Mr. Freeze has wings at one point. His wings? Yeah, he jumps out of like he Batman stuck on like that rocket thing at the beginning, but he's gonna try and freeze the city with, and he jumps off with like these Mothman type wings. <laughs> I don't remember that movie very well. Yeah, I don't remember that scene either. Um, but, oh, also, that's also the reason why they have ice-proof costumes at the end. And yeah. Batman drives a bat snowmobile. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta yeah, sell the movie, toys. Yeah, it, it was it was supposed to be like a throwback to I think like the Adam West Batman's. No, but... from what I understand, uh, so Burton got booted off the uh, returns because uh, they couldn't sell Happy Meal toys for it. Yes, because <laughs> right, it's too dark. To Look it up, and uh, then Schumacher was brought in to make it not necessarily campy, but a little bit more light. But the minute he walked in, they're like, oh, no, we want this to be really goofy. Oh, yeah. And you have to cast Jim Carrey because he's the highest paid actor in the world right now. Speaking of which, our next guest, uh, Jim Carrey. No. <laughs> one day we'll actually have one of these guests. That would blow my and fucking just mind. it'll blow everybody's minds, yeah. Wild. Liam, can you do impressions? Uh, Depends on the person. I want you to do... Uh, uh, and also, what kind of question is that? You guys have heard me do impressions on the show all the time. Yeah, Liam's <laughs> currently doing his Justin Long impression. <laughs> Liam, I, I used to say Liam. We're, we're waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, I used to see Liam, uh, say Liam looked and, and sounded like Justin Long, but he doesn't. Not even a little bit. <laughs> and I can't say who, who we all think Christian looks like because we'll get in trouble from him. <laughs> yeah. Well, to replace him with Christopher Plummer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm put a little gif over my face. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I mean, I I like to go with young Anthony Hopkins now. There you go. That one right I on. that one I, I I graciously accept. Yeah. Liam kind of looks like uh Ron Jeremy. Who? He's, he's a porn star, Ron Jeremy. I was about to say he was in Ghostbusters. <laughs> he was in Ghostbusters. That's right. Hey Liam. How much soda is that? Uh See, I don't know. Is, again, if the audio version of this gonna be wildly different. 
<laughs> like, so, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't really have much else to say. I feel like uh, mm-hmm. we've we've definitely dissected why movies suck. and the thing is that like and i think it also shows that like even in like there's always value to be found in in pretty much anything you in most movies you could watch even if they are bad oh yeah bad movies you can learn a lot from bad movies yeah like you learn what not to do yeah exactly (laughs) what have we learned nothing tell me one thing you've learned today liam um uh, that you should not dock with the, the, the boss. Um, that maybe it was a mistake for me to be on camera. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of feeling that too now. I feel fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna black out Liam and I. <laughs> it's just just me. Just you. Just yeah. me. Just me. Whenever you guys are talking, I'm just like <laughs> saving that. I'm saving yeah. That. <laughs> All right. Do you guys want to go for another break and then we'll play? Uh... Ready. Well, let's do it. Right? Yeah. Right. Three, Who's got none? two, one. Cool, cool boys. boys. <laughs> yeah, let's go for a break. Dorks. Yeah, let's go for a break and then we'll uh, we'll jump on and do cool wars. Uh, I was grabbing something like I don't know. I was grabbing something, and mm-hmm. this the over the overhead, uh, this the Safeway employees like. Yeah, just make sure everybody's like following the rules. Like, there's little little arrows on the ground that you got to make sure you follow for mm-hmm. one-way traffic through each aisle, and you have to make sure you're following them. People didn't, they didn't fucking care. <laughs> had, I was at the drugstore earlier today, and they had, the sim- they had a similar thing. And honestly, it is they're there for a reason. Like, anyway, this guy's yeah. this, and this one guy walks in through the other way, and the lady's like, yeah, over the overhead. She's she says something along the lines of like. Um, uh, d- due to the virus that's going around, and the guy audibly goes, "There's no virus." Picks up two Gatorades and walks away. And I audibly said, "I don't think he heard me, but I wish he had." And I looked at him and I went, "Fuck right off!" Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, you moron! Like, yeah. I told him to go back to the idiot parade. Man, we're back. We Hello, back. On we the show, here. we are here. Our faces. Uh, that's Lucas. Uh, that's it. That's all you need to know. The other two of us start. <laughs> we uh, do not count as human beings. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm the only full human here. That's true. Yeah. So if, if y'all you are go, half robot. If you go back and listen to our older episodes, and then just like piece together the the uh, the evidence we gave you for what we actually look like compared to what we look like right now. Man, you're probably grossly disappointed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, we told everyone we looked like the, all the famous Ryans. That's true. Well, is that and, not? And we're even, and we're even more handsome. I know, right? Okay, I, I, I asked, I asked these two earlier before we did the show. I said, "What? How does it feel like to be sex icons now?" Right? Like we're the three of the three of us are now. We're gonna take over the internet. This is it. <laughs> Three more white guys on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly what the internet needs. Exactly. Three more white guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So today we are going to be doing Cool Wars. I have a notepad. Cool Wars. Check that shit out. Hey. Yeah, uh, that all prepared and shit. Yeah, barely. It's got three words. It's got f- uh, five words written on it. <laughs> uh, cool Wars. Cool Wars mm-hmm. is a game that we like to play where we are trying to go through a list of characters that we made entirely fabricated from our own minds. That's not true because they're real characters. Yeah. Uh, but they Characters that other people, more talented people, have fabricated from their own minds. That's right. And we are <laughs> going to discuss and figure out 
in our opinion, who is the coolest. Uh, no. Cool does not mean, uh, or does mean a number of things. They could be cool because they are cold. They could be cool because they're cool. They could be cool because they're sick. And uh, the other rule is that they are not physically fighting. That these yes. people are uh, are people, a- aliens, whatever. <laughs> are... A lot of our past um, characters that we've done with this, like if there were a physical fight, like uh, like example, Darth Vader and Willy Wonka, Darth would come out on top instantly. I don't actually know. I don't actually know about that. One trip through that through that tunnel, and Vader might be done for. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Vader's had, that's his entire life, though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, also like we also uh, did the driver versus Juno. Yeah, yeah I don't think <laughs> Juno wins Iron that fight. Man would just repulsor blast uh, Nick Naylor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All well, right, he'd probably look bad in front of the U.S. Senate if he did it. Today's sure. episode of Cool Wars brings us to a lovely little world called Sin City, where and also California. Is that right, Liam? Uh, Terminator's all over the place. Dude. Ah, you ruined it. <laughs> uh, our characters today what are is... Sarah Connor and Marv hey. from Sin City. Hey. So, uh, characters, both of which I love, but I, for we, very different reasons. We haven't started yet. I gotta get the timer. <laughs> I gotta get the timer. I should have had this ready already. Like, yeah, that, that would have been a wise decision. You would have thought I would have, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're you're all prepared with your five words. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> Got <man>. the timer. <laughs> so I'm gonna put a timer somewhere on screen. If not, uh, if it's not there, it's because I got lazy. All right, three, go. two, one, ten minutes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, I, I vote Liam goes first because you're the one who's I think probably most familiar with both these characters. Both, yeah. Um, so here's the thing with both of them is that like I think Sarah Connor is a way more developed and like rounded character, but Marv is but and but the thing is that it also comes from different film narratives. Like Sin City is very uh pulp noiry, um, and uh, while um, Terminator is like a science fiction uh, deconstruction of like moral philosophy, mm-hmm. um. So uh, I think, like, as well-rounded and interesting and, like, complex as a character Sarah Connor is and the impact that she's had, on the other hand, you also have somebody like Marv who is, like, uh, who's interesting and cool from his simplicity. Um, like, Marv is... <laughs> Lucas, just, are you bored? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just sleepy. <laughs> Go ahead, Liam. Um, Go on. Like, Marv is... Uh, like Marv is a character who's so simple, but and like it's literally, a, but like just that whole simplicity is something to kind of find interesting. Where it's literally just that like he has a he has a one night stand with a woman who who he wakes up to find murder, and he goes off on a crusade just uh, was it to go kill uh, to go kill everybody who he thinks is involved for no other reason but she's the one person who was nice to him. Mm-hmm. Which I think is almost kind of interesting in its simplicity. No, I agree. There's, there's kind of a beauty to simplicity sometimes. Yeah. And uh, Marv is uh, is a fascinating example of that. Like, there's he's so single minded, and so like uh, like you said, she she was nice to him, and that that was the only reason he wanted to avenge her. There was no like grand love story or anything like that. She she was nice to him. And, and then Sarah Connor is like showing like uh, somebody going from just. Uh, innocent like uh just almost uh, was it just completely like uh what is it almost like nothing person who grows it uh was it who has this circumstance happening just deconstructs into a full-on warrior yeah she also had a one-night stand though and that one-night stand created the savior of the universe 
John yeah. Connor. Yeah, one night sand saved the world. Confirmed. That's true. I, I yeah. guess. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I like Sarah Connor. Be, I agree with you, Liam. Is 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 the arc that she goes through from being kind of a worried, troubled, not troubled, uh, yeah, troubled individual, scared young waitress, scared young waitress, turning into somebody who essentially stops Armageddon. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Doomsday or what do they call it again? Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Yeah, yeah. and then dum, 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 dum. she almost has even more of like a responsibility in like making sure that like uh, her son is ready to actually go up against this because she's yeah. seen the horrors of what happens. She mm-hmm. she has more responsibility than Marv. Marv just wants to find this girl so that he can bang again. You know, like... no. Marv wants to avenge her. Oh, yeah, man. she's dead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I haven't seen Sin City in a long time. Yeah. I like the second um, one. Yeah. Second one's a good and one. like, there's also no denying just the impact uh, that uh, characters like Sarah Connor or Ripley have had on like uh, uh, women in action movies oh, and whatnot. Boy. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, because uh, Terminator the first one came out when eighty four, eighty four, and the second one was eighty nine, wasn't it? Uh, ninety. Ninety. Oh, that was a long time between those movies. Yeah, well, it's like Alien and Aliens, right? Yeah, yes, it's true. Yeah, but yeah, I. Uh, in terms of like Sarah Connor, uh, I think I think she's a bit more interesting because she does have that arc. Mm-hmm. She like I I actually haven't seen Terminator. I haven't seen anything past Terminator Two. You don't have to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so I've been told. Uh, but going from Terminator Terminator One to Terminator Two, like you're kind of ex- you're kind of half expecting like the same person, and then yeah. she shows up in Terminator Two and she's like doing pull ups or whatever, however, whatever her intro was. Yeah, and then she's just this this ripped like ridiculous badass. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. This is a different movie. <laughs> Sarah Connor also has that whole thing where, like, what's interesting with her is there's that whole moral dilemma. She kind of becomes a Terminator in, like, the middle of yeah, that movie. Kind of. Liam, you're starting to get, like, a Wilson from Home Improvement look right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah, that, that that's and, – and also, Linda Hamilton just, like, performs the hell out of that character. Oh, yeah. Know? Because, I mean, the second one, she doesn't really have as much. It, it, that's John Connor's movie, pretty much. That's like Edward yeah. Furlong's movie. Uh, with, I mean, and Arnie's movie. But uh, the first one, the first Terminator, like, she she, she, she carries that movie, essentially. Because no one knew mm-hmm. who fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger was at that point. You know? <laughs> I mean, unless you watch, like, Conan the Barbarian. Was largely unknown. Like, uh, Michael Bean, mm-hmm. um, Lance Henriksen is there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, um, but because Marv, uh, just Mickey Ro- Mickey Rourke, right? Oh uh, he yeah, him? he's yeah Mickey Rourke. Uh, yeah, just to preface, Sin City is also based on a comic book, though it is a like literal direct adaptation. Yeah, it's it's pretty much word for word. Um, one thing I also will give uh, one defense I will give Marv, or just a counter argument, is that like Frank Miller characters, or at least Sin City characters, are very hard to pull off. Mm-hmm. Was, mm-hmm. I've said before, like a lot of her lines in the comics just aren't meant to be spoken. Like in thought, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, Mar- uh, Mickey Rourke is one of the actors who definitely nails being able to um, get that that over the top dialogue across. Um, which is a which is a challenge. Like even good actors like Michael Madsen can't deliver Frank Miller dialogue. I love the way you said that. Like <laughs> like Mickey Rourke, even good actors. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mickey Rourke's a good <laughs> actor. Mickey Rourke's fine. I like him. I haven't yeah. seen The Wrestler. It's on my list. Um, yeah. So I mean, as of now, I think I'm leaning a little bit towards. Uh, I, again, I love both characters. 
Um, I think it also just really comes down to what you're looking for. Do you want something that's interesting and it's uh, some, someone who's interesting in their simplicity or somebody who's interesting in like their whole like moral and ideal uh, deconstruction? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I also think- in, in terms of coolness, uh, Linda Hamilton with those aviators. You oh, don't shit. get much cooler. I think I have like, my. Like, I have mine. <laughs> Marv, who's like a, just an all-out action star. <laughs> um, anyway. superhero. Well, yeah, Linda Hamilton, like, like Sarah Connor is pretty much a superhero too. Because yeah. I mean, we're also neglecting Amelia Clark's. No, she didn't play her. Who? Uh, yeah, it was she Amelia played, Clark. Yeah. She did. Yeah, but then also in Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor, uh, Connor uh, Lena right? Hedy. Lena Hetty. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. Who she actually did. did a very good job. It's funny how mm-hmm. two Game of Thrones characters. Two GOT actors played uh, Lin- Lin- Amelia uh, Clark was horribly yeah. miscast, but uh, Lena <laughs> really gets it. Yeah. yeah, I can see Lena Headey. I haven't seen either of those, but I can see Lena Headey uh, hitting it a little better than Amelia Clark. Yeah, I'd recommend yeah. watching the show. Was it? It's only two seasons, but it is pretty good. Some, Summer Glau's in that one, right? Yep. Yeah, Summer Glau yeah. was the Terminator sent back to protect John. Oh, cool. Right John Tasker, finish it now. Uh, <laughs> all right, I got, I got mine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I got mine too. Okay, three. Yeah, I think yeah, I've got it. Two, one. one. Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I mean, no offense, no offense, Marv. We love no, you. Marv, uh, yeah, Sarah Marv, fucking Connor. Yeah, yeah, Marv's Marv's a great character. I really like Marv. And uh, look at that. We did it but... in t- with two minutes to spare. Hey, look at this go. Check that out. We're so good at podcasting. Yeah, we're getting great. <laughs> I mean, now, I guess, given that this episode, we've kind of just been throwing shit at you, we're going to move into a new segment, courtesy of our quarantine podcasting scenario. Yes. Uh, Yeah, recommendations, hey? Yeah. Okay, Liam, you go ahead. All right, so we've all each picked one thing, just just one general thing that we enjoy out of our collections or whatnot. Uh, What I'm going to recommend is uh, Brett Matthews' Lone Ranger Run. Um, It's a... uh, it says Omnibus 1, but he only wrote all of that, and that's the only stuff you really need to do. <laughs> um, or you only really need to read. Like, everything else is just kind of, eh, it's... I'm also, uh, I think part of why I got into it is because I'm the only guy I know under 50 who likes the Lone Ranger as a character. <laughs> um, Sorry, did you guys hear that? <laughs> did, Liam, did you hear that? No. Oh, because you were the one tooting your own horn. <laughs> No, I mean, it's something that I have with my friends where they kind of make fun of me. When I say I like the Lone Ranger, it's like, what are you, 50? Liam, we don't make fun of you. <laughs> wow, okay. okay, this is Christian's dick podcast now. But... <laughs> That's a different show altogether. Yeah. <laughs> Tune into Red Tube. You can, you can find that on Pornhub. Yeah. Um, no, actually, it's on Red Tube. I couldn't oh, get Red on, Tube, my bad. Couldn't get on Pornhub. <laughs> like, Daily uh, Motion. <laughs> it's, uh, but this comic is probably... Uh, like obviously, uh, we don't really you don't really get a lot of anything involving the Lone Ranger outside of a bad Johnny Depp movie, and like this one, they did they definitely there is some influence in there, but it's a lot less problematic. Um, and like uh, it's kind of just a uh, it's kind of just the when you take it shows like kind of when you take a uh, a character well past for prime. It's part of why I like this is because it shows that you can uh, that you can still make something really fun and compelling. Um, and just like reintroduce it, it's kind of like, uh, like, cause I can't imagine the challenge it went through trying to readapt, uh, the Lone Ranger for, uh, modern comic book readers. Um, and like, yeah, when did uh, that come out? Uh, I believe the run started in 2008. Oh, okay. So it's not super recent. 
Yeah, no, it was right before we got the big comic book boom. Right. Um, and like uh, the art style is all really good. Like uh, you could kind of look in here. It's kind of seems oh, to yeah. be a little John Romita Jr. inspired. Yeah, that's neat. Nice. Copyright, um, copyright. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they also uh, do this thing that like, uh, like I'm not going to spoil it, but what they do with uh, their female lead or whatnot and how they wrap up like the will they won't they romance is actually kind of one of the, uh, is one is a really cool thing that I really res- that I really respected that came out of it. Does she become the cool. Lone Ranger? No, in fact, oh. screw it up. She hey, doesn't. Hey, <sighs> I want to read it. <laughs> yeah, I know you're gonna say screw it. She doesn't hook up with the Lone Ranger. That's what you're gonna say. No, but who she hooks up to? Uh, who, who she gets together with? What? Ta- it's Tonto, isn't it? Yeah, she gets together with Tonto. Where I'm like, that's really <laughs> cool. I like that a lot, actually. Give him some love, you know. Also, Tonto's really cool cool in this one. He's drawn and depicted a lot differently than he usually is. Yeah, he's not like, super racist. Yeah, he's not like <laughs> not like a lot of uh, in a lot of like the radio shows or any of that where he's like super skinny and like uh like this. He's like he's a tank essentially. He's just like big and like uh almost like a bodybuilder. That's neat. Um but yeah, no, if you guys want something kind of Outside of like the real mainstream uh, to check out, and in regards to the comic world, I'd recommend that one. Yeah, for sure. How were how are people gonna get it? Um, I got I bought it from Chapters uh, when uh, when I got it, but I'm pretty I'm sure you could find it reasonably on Amazon. I don't know if uh, Omnibus is in print now or not. Probably should have looked that up beforehand. But regardless, if you look hard, I'm sure even just go to your local comic shop. I'm sure don't. you could find it. Don't go to your local comic shop right now. Use their curbside pickup. <laughs> Most are offering curbside pickup and or delivery. Nice. Utilize those services. Still uh, still uh, support small local business, but do not go to see them. <laughs> Lucas, what's, what's your recommendation? Uh, I recommend uh, you watch an HBO miniseries called Band of Brothers. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I will. I'm just using this to call you out, basically. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I will. I will now. Yeah, uh, I mean, I got for, lots for of those, time. For those not in the loop, I, I lent uh, the Blu-ray uh, collection of Band of Brothers to Christian like like four months ago now. Four months, yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I keep looking at it, and I'm like, I have the time. Yeah. I will yeah, do guys, this now. Uh, To our audience, when you take, re- when you take a recommendations... Don't be like Christian. Be like Luke. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't be like To be me. fair, I still have not returned uh, John Carter and Mars to Helium. <laughs> yeah. Well, for the most part, whenever we give you something, you uh, pretty much hammer through it pretty quick. Luke watches it immediately. Basically. They're, I, yeah, like you guys are like, hey, go watch Army of Darkness. Here's the here's the DVD. And like literally that night, I texted you. I'm like, this is the best movie I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. We, we, did, we gave you Tremors. <laughs> you went home. You, you, I, within, like, I, I knew you had just finished watching it. Like when well, you the first me. time you gave me Tremors, uh, I had to text you a picture of the box because the disc wasn't in there. Which was very <laughs> funny because I remember we talked on that episode too about Liam giving you some, or you giving. No, Liam I, 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 I returned a movie. I returned "Thank You for Smoking" to Liam, but I had forgotten to put the disc in the box. Right, and we <laughs> talked about that on that episode. And then that night, I gave you Tremors, and there wasn't yeah. a disc in the game. Like the same day. Same day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, is that your but recommendation? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, genuinely. Uh, if, since you have the time, uh, everybody out there has the time pretty much. Uh, Band of Brothers is a really, really compelling uh, uh, miniseries about a company of soldiers. Uh, Easy Company. They're paratroopers in World War II. And it follows their uh, missions basically from boot camp to uh, to uh, VE Day. Uh, and it's... it's uh, 
I want uh, my my instinct to say is my instinct is to say fun. It's not fun. <laughs> I would imagine. It is I know not. it's well regarded as one of the best uh, war adaptations put out there. I I, th- I think it is because you're it's it's very personal because you're following this specific company of soldiers. There's a whole episode about uh, a replace. I think it's called the replacement, uh, where a new soldier comes in to this company company who's already been through D Day and has been through all this hell. And like he's just this new, fresh-eyed green troop, and he's like, "Hey guys, let's have <laughs> some fun!" And everyone's like, "No, you're replacing our buddy who got killed." Like, fuck yeah, you. yeah, get out of here. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask Lucas, uh, mm-hmm. and this is just something that comes up with a lot of my sensibilities when it comes to uh, like adaptations of war and soldiers or whatnot. Do they portray them being very idealistic or whatnot, kind of like how they are in, like, say? Movies like Saving Private Ryan or whatnot, where we're kind of uh, depends. Or is it, or is uh, it more like various character, very various character to character? There's some there's some uh, soldiers who are uh, they're just trash. They're there because like they they want to be there. Uh, generally, they regret that decision. Um, but like uh, it's it's about just a bunch of normal people trying to find uh, like camaraderie, trying to find like uh, a place to be while they're in this terrible situation um there there's there's i don't there's uh there's there's one episode uh that actually touches on the holocaust the soldiers are wandering through the woods when they've taken a place in germany and they find a concentration camp and it it is an absolutely harrowing episode of tv like it's it's hard to watch it like when i rewatch it uh, I, I I think about skipping that episode because it is very hard to watch, but generally I don't. <laughs> I was gonna say that like part of why I liked uh, something like uh, like uh, movies like say Fury or whatnot is because mm-hmm. uh, Fury really shows like the very questionable moral actions and like the mm-hmm. dehumanization of soldiers in war. Yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely an extent. Uh, some of that they definitely are a little more in favor of the soldiers. In Band of Brothers, yeah, because like uh, personally, I I think soldiers are uh, they're normal people in a horrible situation generally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it, and it. I just think I mean, like I'm not talking shit about soldiers. It actually oh, is yeah. very uh, just tragic how like a lot of them like through like their experiences and fighting a lot of in some cases unjust wars. Mm-hmm. Um, just like uh, just becoming dehumanized or any of that, and just like having to suffer through what they have, even on upon returning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if they're idealistic. Uh, some of them are. Like one of the main guys played by uh, what's, I can't remember his name. Uh, he's on Ron Homeland. Ron Livingston. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> David Schwimmer. Uh, no, Damien. D- David Schwimmer's in it. I know. <laughs> yeah. Damien Lewis, right? Yeah, 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 him. Uh, uh, his character is kind of very... He's not in it. <laughs> he produces it, though. I know. Uh, Damien Lewis's character uh, is kind of the typical reserved, uh, like very reserved um, soldier captain sort of thing. He's not like a hard ass. He's, he's, good, he's good with his men, but also he is very reserved. He seems to handle, th- handle things really well. Uh, most of the time, there's episodes that go into that. But there's a lot of really, really good actors. A lot of uh, very famous now actors got their start in that show. Like Tom Hardy's in it. Yeah. Uh, Simon Pegg is in it. Cool. Uh, For some reason, Jimmy Fallon's in it. (laughs) Okay. He just, he shows up for one scene. Like he drives up in this, in this car, gives everybody a bunch of ammo, makes some jokes and then leaves. (laughs) Sounds about right. 
Yeah, but a bunch yeah. of British, uh, they filmed it in England, oddly enough, for American soldiers. But uh, yeah, I can't remember the other names, but there's a bunch of names in it. But it's good. Watch it. Cool. I will. All right. Here's my recommendation. Okay. I got I to gotta go off screen to grab it. Let's make this as awkward as possible. I say you go buy. The... <laughs> <laughs> go buy this. <laughs> Oops, uh, I'm sorry. I, 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 it's been sitting beside me this entire time, and I felt like I was—it was a wasted joke if I didn't use it. Uh, there's somebody just standing outside my window right now, and it's really freaking yeah. me out. Are they watching you? No, they're just like kind of standing there, pouring water on their bike. Oh, yeah. I, su- I assume they're cleaning it. I would hope so. I hope they're not trying to grow another bike. <laughs> I need a bigger bike. Just. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, if I could give any recommendation right now, I mean, I'm going to be, you guys are going to laugh. Uh, go on the Thunder Lizard uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. Lots <laughs> of stuff on there. You're probably already watching it right now. You're already on it right now. So click around. Go watch some stuff. But if I was going to give you a, a, a genuine uh, uh, recommendation, I would say uh, there's a lot of really great Batman comics that are out there right now that I, I really love. Like Batman's Metal or Dark Knight's Metal, uh, which is written by uh, Scott Snyder and uh, most of the art done by Greg Capullo. Are you sure you're talking, I thought you, are you sure you're talking about uh, Last Night on Earth? I am not. All right. I'm talking about Dark Knight's Metal, Liam. Yeah, I just wasn't sure Metal was running still right now. It's not. I'm, I'm saying go buy the deluxe edition. Oh, or, oh I or whatever, see. Because it's a wonderful story. Basically, the Justice League, uh, they and Batman and everybody, they discover something called the Ninth Metal, Ninth Metal. Uh, and uh, they're trying to prevent uh, it from destroying the multiverse. Uh, yeah. Really entertaining, really good stuff, and they're currently working on a sequel called uh, Death Metal, I believe is what it's called. Yes, yes, uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal. Darth Knight's Dark Knight's Death Metal, and it's a Wonder Woman uh, story, actually. Uh, okay. Wonder Woman-focused story written by Scott Snyder, uh, which is really cool. Uh, in terms really, of, I wonder what uh Snyder is a vo- what kind of voice Snyder would really have for uh Wonder Woman in like a prominent role. I don't know. I'm excited to read it though. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to recommend was is a show I think I've talked about it on the show before. Uh, is a old HBO series called The Larry Sanders Show, starring Gary Shandling. Uh, it's and uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember. Oh, Rip Torn's in it too. So there you go. There's an, there's oh, there you go. He's great. Uh, it's <laughs> a really yeah, Rip. Uh, Rip, Rip. He uh, it's a it's a really funny show. It's it's basically a behind the scenes look at what a talk show is like. And okay. It's it's, it's really yeah, entertaining. It's really funny. Sometimes it's pretty crude, but the crudeness is like really balanced out. Um, they have a lot of really fun uh, guest stars on there. David Duchovny's on there a couple of times, and he's super funny. <laughs> I know David Duchovny is funny. Is a weird wow. concept. Um, I will give you an anti-recommendation, something to not watch, because uh, it just went on to Netflix. Don't watch it. Evolution. I just thought of D- David Duchovny. Uh, <laughs> that movie is really sexist, and it's not funny. Yeah. So take that. Unfortunate. Fuck you, <laughs> Evolution. <laughs> Fuck you, David Duchovny. You've made the list. <laughs> made after, a movie made after Ivan Reitman lost his touch. Yeah, pretty much. Because he also did my super ex girlfriend around that time, and that movie's awful. Oh yeah, with Jay Burchell. Uh, no, it's no, um, she's out of the uh, league. Yeah, no, it's um Uma Thurman and uh, Luke Wilson. Right. 
right? Hmm. And Eva Mendes. Now that's uh that's Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. I don't know why I know that. Um <laughs> anyway, this has been the Thundercast for this week. Uh if you like what you heard, then be sure and I'm looking up at the notes, Lucas. <laughs> written up there. If you like what you heard, be sure and give us five stars on iTunes. Make sure you give us a follow on Spotify. Uh, if you listen anywhere else, can give us five stars or follow us there. Uh, you can also follow us on social media by looking up the Thunder Lizard Collective on Instagram, Twitter, or sorry, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You're watching this on YouTube, so you already know what channel you're on. Uh, so yeah, Thunder Lizard Collective there, or we are Thunder Lizard OG on Twitter. Uh, those are all the places where you can find out of all the podcasts and all the other things that we're working on right now. Um, the day that you're watching this, then we will just be wrapping up and finishing a project for uh, Verb Theater, which is a theater company in Calgary. They are doing a uh, digital uh, festival uh, called the Blue Light Festival that you can find by searching up V-E-R-B-T-H-E-A-T-E-T-R-E, Verb Theater on Instagram, um, or serotonin.drip on Instagram. That's serotonin.drip on Instagram. Uh, and you can follow along and, and watch a lot of the music videos that uh, myself and Liam uh, worked on. Uh, yeah, uh, this has been the Thundercast for this week. Oh, 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 I forgot. We got other shows. We do have other shows. We do have other shows. <laughs> Thunder and Dragons is still running. Thunder and Dragons Thunder is on the Dragons. air. Uh, we also have Expose Yourself, which is another show that I host. And we also have uh, a show that we co-produce with uh, Malik Elisal, who has been on the show once. That show is called Suck the Shine Out. You can follow, find that on through uh, YouTube uh, by searching Malik Elisal or just through uh, Spotify. Suck the Shine Out. Good show. Anyway. Right oh, I heard a car. Or fart. <laughs> uh, this has been the Thundercast for this part. week. My name is Christian. My name is Lucas. And I'm Liam. See ya.